Welcome to the Purposeful Fitness with Coach Ola, where I dive in deeper into holistic health and fitness topics that will help you stay inspired, motivated, and dedicated to living a purposeful fit life while pursuing for the Akhirah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the 11th episode with Coach Ola. In today's episode, I will talk about what, ab- what about our spiritual transformation. We are in Rajab and as the date release of this episode, we have about less than two months until Ramadan, inshallah. So may we all live for it and benefit from it. Allahumma ameen. And the reason why I talk about spiritual transformation from a personal trainer and a fitness professional's perspective is that we need to to work on our spiritual spiritual transformation just like we work on our physical transformation whether it's weight loss or to gain more muscles and what have you without working on our spiritual work and mental work we cannot really have a full physical transformation it all comes in together and today i will share with you my own hijab story how i got into it why I got into it and the struggles that I have gone through it and the struggles that sometimes I do face because people who wear the hijab, you know, it, we all have our own stories, our own reasons for it, of course, our own intentions. But yes, every woman goes through some stage of struggle sometimes and that's normal. And I'm not here to tell you what to do and how to live your life. So take this episode as a way to be inspired, to be, be motivated and to Stay dedicated for your own journey and your own life. And when we say the word spiritual transformation, it does not mean to become, uh, quote-unquote, more religious because you can be a person of faith and higher being or you can be a person of not. So whether you're a Muslim or an atheist, this episode could still help you out to figure yourself and transform yourself spiritually. Inshallah. Before we get started though, I would like to make this a special announcement and that is I am launching a pre-Ramadan fitness challenge. It's a faith and fitness challenge that will help you be recharged, reconnected and revved up for Ramadan. It will include a workout program, a guide and workbook, accountability from other women and myself and much more. You'll have access to me so I'll guide you to the workout. I can help you through your workouts, not just before Ramadan, but also during Ramadan. For more details to learn about it, visit my website, www.befitsforakhira.com. It will be updated so soon. So keep an eye on it. Also make sure you're on with me on social media or go back to it if you would like at befitforakhira on Instagram and Facebook as the updates will be there. If you would like to be added to the mailing list make sure to email me at befitforakhir at gmail.com also you can send me a dm on instagram or a personal message on facebook and i'll be there for you i'll add you on the list i also put together a free guide that you can grab to help you be prepared for ramadan mentally spiritually and physically inshallah everything's in the show notes so make sure to check it out all right so hijab and spiritual transformation I know this topic is a little, you know, it can get a little, uh, not just like controversial, but heated up and people think, oh, you're judging me and what have you. And again, take this as a non the word ju- judging others and non-judgmental can be also very vague, just like with the word moderation, whether it's in practice Islam, whether it's eating mod- in moderation, it can all be taken in different ways. So I'm only going to share from my own views and my own story so that hopefully if you relate to it, you can understand from where I'm coming from. And just take another perspective. Before I get started, I want to share with you, I did a little research on Google about uh, spiritual transformation. 
and what it means from a psychological perspective. Again, Zainab Jackson, who was on my previous episode as a therapist, she said we need to work on our spirituality just like we need to work on our mental mental work because mental work and mental health go hand in hand with the spirituality. They cannot be separated. In episode number one and two, the solo episodes of my own story, I shared of how I overcame an anxiety, how I overcame suicide attempts, uh, binge eating, right? All these health issues that I overcame also relate to how I wore the hijab. So once I wore the hijab, it's actually interesting because the moment that I actually wore the hijab, the first few, like first year I was fine. And then the year after that, it's when I went downhill emotionally, mentally. And you would think that someone who wears the hijab, for example, would go up level or what have you, but no. I had my own struggles as well. And yes, there were some days and there were some moments where I did want to take it off and, you know, go back to my old ways and what have you. But again, the spiritual transformation is a lifelong work and it's not just you transform like one day or one year and that's it. It's a lifelong journey, just like it is a lifelong journey with weight loss, for example, maintaining that healthy lifestyle and so forth. So... What led me to wear my hijab and what motivated me? I grew up in Syria. I was born in Syria, Damascus. And I came here again in uh, the United States in 2011. Oh my gosh, 2001. (laughs) So I was 11 years old that time. And I've seen women around me like wear hijab. You know, majority of my family from my mom's side especially wear the hijab. My mom doesn't wear it. You know, she has been told from her mom, my grandma, may she rest in peace, like go wear the hijab, you know. What led me to wear and what motivated me? It's actually one of my friends that I met at my community college in my early years at college. So I was around, you know, 18 after 18 years old, so 19. She gave me a scarf and as a gift, two scarves. And I thought, okay, cool. Maybe it's a sign. I don't know. And the scarf I wore around my head just to see how I look like. And I liked it. It looked nice on me. But I didn't want to wear the hijab just for the sake of like, oh, a fashion statement, for example, or just to look in a certain way. I wanted to come from within me and not from the outside. And yes, there were like like tiny bits of an interest in the back of my uh, subconscious mind, back somewhere in my mind that, yes, I want to wear it. But, you know, it wasn't like a top priority until the scarf was given to me as a gift. Then what steps did I take to get into it and how did I really get into it I approached one of my teachers at my community college it was a university course a community college right and it's about Islam uh, and what have you from the west perspective and it was taught by a Muslim teacher professor and so I told her like hey I kind of want to wear it but I'm not sure if I should wear it or like what have you so she said and she gave me this advice that I took it to my heart and she said don't just wear it until you feel ready, one. But the biggest tip that she said is that to focus on my daily five prayers, the obligatory prayers, the salah. First, get that on my top list and then it will come by itself. And subhanAllah, I actually, you know, I took those those words to heart and I started focusing on that. So I got a long abaya from overseas that I would wear whenever I would be like outside, for example, whether I was at the mall, at the gym, out with my friends for dinner i would literally like try to stay consistent with salah like pray on time as much as i can no matter where i was and try to avoid the excuses and hold and behold it is so true once i got into the salah like it automatically i wanted to wear because women when we pray we have to cover up right 
And I'm not going to get into the, the logistics behind it. Um, Again, I'm not a scholar or anything. But when we pray, we got to cover our hair, you know, like stay modest. And that that was a great motivation, a great baby step for it. And of course, on the side, I wanted to learn more about Islam. As I mentioned in my first two episodes, reading the Quran more, studying it, to understanding what it's telling me, what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling me from Quran, from the hadith, the sunnah. Like there was an internal desire to learn more about Islam, to learn more about finding a higher purpose, finding a higher being, and just trying to discover more about myself. Especially, again, as I mentioned, after high school, it's when I was done from my bulimia episodes. I was done with the body image issues that I was struggling with. Like, remember, again, the mental work that I was living in, the mindset that I've had prior to hijab was a mindset of losing weight just so I can look good for people. Uh, you know, not liking the way I looked, not being so confident with myself. Like, all of that plays a role. So my mindset prior to my hijab was a mindset of not appreciating anything when it comes to my body image, to what I look like, how I look like, all of that. And then one day I woke up and it was Friday and I remember that day. It was a Friday and I woke up and I was like, yep, that's it. I'm ready. But again, I did have to change my wardrobe before that. I took the baby steps of buying like long sleeve shirts, for example, wear the cardigans, jackets, and what have you. Did I face struggles after I wore it? Yes, of course I had struggles because you will be tested. The moment that you, every time that you get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll be tested. And we need to remember that these tests are out of love and not out of punishment. You know, he wants us to become stronger people. He wants, uh, he wants, he wants the best for us. And so, of course, we're going to be tested. So wearing the hijab was a one step closer to him. So, yeah, I had struggles. So, for example, my mom at that time, she uh, she said to me that, you know, I think you wore this hijab for the wrong reasons. And because she said that I understand why she said that to me. I'm not going to get into it in details because it is a little personal. However, she she didn't see the sincerity from my actions, I guess. And she thought maybe that I wore it to find for for wrong reasons. And the reason why this is this was told to me because in my country in Syria and I know like it happens like anywhere but from like you know obviously her entire life most of us in Syria so from her own perspective a lot of people like in my country for example would wear the hijab so that they can find a better potential a better husband and I know it's very hard to hear and it's very hard for me to say and it's very judgmental to say as well because I know we cannot judge people's intentions but we've we've heard story like you know it there are stories where like people do admit they admit like oh yeah I wore this so I can find a better potential oh yeah I, and there are some people who are afraid to wear the hijab so that they might not get the right potential you know there are women who do fear that okay if I wear the hijab I'm not gonna get a better job uh no one's gonna hire me for example no one's gonna look for me you know, the like a guy, for example, like that, that I want will not look at me or whatever. So these things are not really spoken up about, but they are a reality. So that's why I'm bringing this up. So my mom thought at that time I wore the hijab so I can find a better husband. I was really like upset. I'm like, how can you tell what my intentions were? Like, I was really mad. And so I told the story to one of my, you know, someone told me like, Allah, remember, this is the shaitan's trap. He, he comes through people and... 
this is just a test so don't like let that these words get into your head another friend of mine that i was talking to because she knew me before since high school and she you know until until now she's my friend as well so she saw the difference before and afterwards and she said no but you know like i see you praying i see you want to you always talk about it you always mention that you want to wear it and look at you now you're wearing it because i started questioning my own self when my mom said that to me when she asked me like i wore it for the wrong reasons i started questioning my own self i was like why did i wear this what is my reasons and it was really actually hard at the beginning. So again, that goes back to the mindset, the mental work that you have to work on. And that's why both go hand in hand. So that was like the, I guess like the mini test. It wasn't that hard. So what transformation did I encounter after wearing it? After wearing my hijab, I felt there was a spark inside and it was really hard to, to say in words. But I felt that there's something different and they call it a newborn for converts. So the transformation I felt inside was... Like, I found my purpose, I found a joy, I was more happier, and people were telling me, like, it's like a newborn for converts who come to Islam, who convert to Islam out of their own conviction, and I felt, I felt like, you know, like, there's just something new in me, like, I am a whole new person, and it was just so hard to put in words, and that was the year, like I said, the Ramadan that was really meaningful for me, and that's the Ramadan that I was super excited for. Before Ramadan was not like that for me. It was nothing spiritual related. It was just more like, oh, weight loss, losing weight, looking good. The inter- the external aspect of Ramadan, it was like nothing really internal. And this is why I want to bring this up in Rajab because Sha- Shaban is next month, inshallah. And after Shaban, we have Ramadan and it's super, super soon. So this is a great time to work on our spiritual transformation from now. And inshallah, after during Ramadan, we'll come out of it like a newborn baby feeling that converts go through and that light spark that we can continue through our lives so like i said after hijab after that time yes i went downhill because i went through anxiety i went through depression suicidal attempts thoughts you know then i i was like completely away from god like thinking he i'm just there's no point in my life anymore so just because i felt that spark at that one year it didn't mean that i will be i was in it forever I went downhill and that's why I talked about it with Sister Amina on our episode with our relationship with Allah and Quran because there will be days, there will be moments where you have to, you know, it's a, as she said, it's a relapse. So you will relapse back to your old ways and it's a continuous work just like with weight loss journey or your fitness journey, you'll hit that plateau, right? And once you hit that plateau, it's like you got to change your workout routine, right? You got to change your eating habits and what have you so that you can continue with your weight loss journey so you can continue with your if you are looking to to gain muscles to look clean and what have you you got to keep working on it and shifting things up and changing your routines and habits that exact same thing goes to our spirituality and as muslims that goes back to our salah we it's a continuous work it's not just like one day and done or one year and done it's a it's a process and i have my story up on it got published by now, it's eight years ago when I talked about my hijab. It's called it, I Got It Covered.org and it is called Perfect Your Five. It's a blog where people share about their hijab stories and what have you. So, my friend told me, Oh, you should publish your story because I had a Facebook note at that time. <laughs> Good old days. So, it got published. It's kind of long, as you guys can tell, I love talking. And it just to the point to summarize it, it I talked about, you know, focusing on my daily prayers 
start questioning myself like why am I here why did God bring me to life what is my purpose in life what am I doing that is either helping my parents out that's helping this world out that's giving back you know what's gonna happen to me after I die like is you know like death it's not just like we don't we die and then we're underneath the graveyard and that's it. As a Muslim, this is something that we need to continue reminding ourselves about it because in the, in the graveyard, we're going to be questioned right away. Who is our Lord? What about the man that was sent down to us, which is Prophet Muhammad wasallam? And what about our good deeds? And we need to remember this as much as we can and as constant as we can so we can continue to work on our spiritual, physical, and mental transformation on a daily basis and progress as we go on any final reminders i have about this and that is to focus on your own journey and do not let the trap of this world get to you remember and nothing's going to last not your beauty not your wealth or anything everything belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are blessed to be muslims and i understand this is a super hard topic for a lot of people i see a lot of you know women who are taking their hijab off and sometimes i it's really hard. Like I tell myself, like don't judge her or don't look down upon her. But I really want to to ask, like, what happened? You know, you know. I understand you're at a different place, and I know that a lot of women want to fit in or or find a way in, or they don't find the meaning to it anymore. And like I said, yes, I had moments where I wanted to take my hijab off because I thought, what's the point of it anymore? I'm not even close to God. <laughs> you know, those days where I was attempting suicide and the days that I was like he's not there for me anymore where are the days that I want to take off my hijab because I thought like there's no point but I remind myself you know as much as I can that the hijab for me is a symbol of it's a reminder to be Muslim it's a reminder for me to to keep trying to to get my prayers on time and yes there were a lot of days that my prayers were like off track that I had to like make up a lot of days of missed prayers there were days where you know like I we're all sinners we're all gonna you know on a daily basis we're gonna commit sins without thinking about it and we just have so for for me hijab is a reminder but like I said it has to come from within nobody can force you to it nobody can tell you that you should do this and should do that yes we are meant to advise each other and to help each other stay on the right path and on the on the path to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we can't force anyone to do anything and that's why I mentioned in my second episode that we cannot force Islam on anyone or our children our family members none of it and like I talked with Imam Islam Sharif in the third episode is that we don't live once the whole YOLO we live twice right so ask yourself like why are you here you know, ask yourself, what is your purpose in your life? And how to find your purpose is a great question. To find your purpose is to see at your own current life situation, to see your own past, for example, to see what made you to who you are today, how you are the person you are today, and see what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and what do you want to offer back to the world or to your own self Begin with yourself first, with your family second, your community third, and then the global last. So don't just jump on like, I want to change the world. No. In Islam, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the Quran memorized in my head. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the change begins within ourselves first. And then we can change the world one person at a time. And subhanAllah, again, Ramadan is coming up. Take this opportunity to focus on your spiritual transformation. If you are struggling with your salah right now, 
then take that month to get your prayers on time as much as you can. If you are struggling with Eskar doing the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it's a great time to cut down maybe our music a little bit more and replace that with doing more Eskar. Or if you are struggling with Quran, that's obviously the perfect month to get back into the Quran, but don't just recite it for the sake of like, oh, I have to recite it because that's what I'm supposed to do in Ramadan, but try to actually understand what it's telling you, what are the words, you know, why is this surah, like this ayah here, why is the surah here, what is the purpose behind it, because the Quran, it took, you know, many years for it to come together, it didn't just happen one day again, and another actionable spiritual transformation step that's great for Ramadan is to make dua to Allah, to supplicate to Him, and Remember, he is still there for you. He will always be there for you as long as you are there and you don't forget him and that you hold on to his rope. Thank you again for tuning into this episode. I hope this was meaningful for you and that you take your day today to work on your own spiritual transformation to remember that it comes within. Take time alone. Take time to reflect. Take time to meditate. Take time to de-stress and work on the inside and once you work on the inside and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything will change your relationship with your mom your relationship with your parents your relationship with your the way you eat the relationship with everything around you will change but you gotta start from one place one place and that is to know that he is there and to be mindful of him thank you for tuning in if you've enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe today and leave a five star review you can also screenshot and share this episode with a family or a friend. Be strong, be fit, be fit for Akhira.